Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Good afternoon. ESCOM says it needs 53 billion rand to recover costs after paying private electricity producers and running gas and diesel turbines. The cash-strapped power utility has asked for an additional 12.61% increase in tariffs to recoup the money. ESCOM is battling to meet daily demand of about 30,000 megawatts and is relying heavily on turbines and privately produced power to keep the lights on. The National Energy Regulator, which has already approved a 12.69% increase, says it is considering the application. The DA has filed papers in the High Court in Johannesburg against the SABC over its coverage of the party's Federal Congress in Port Elizabeth this weekend. The party says the SABC's withdrawal of its live coverage on public television is contrary to the public interest and its own editorial policy. The SABC will cover the event on its 24-hour DSTV news channel, the DA's gem self. We believe our Congress is newsworthy and that it's in the public interest for uh, the viewers to be able to see our Congress. Uh, We believe it is uh, an infringement of the Broadcasting Act and the SABC's editorial policy. The public broadcaster has denied reneging on an agreement with the DA. SABC spokesperson Kaiser Khanyaho says the DA is attempting to dictate to the SABC. At least three students have been killed and an unconfirmed number wounded after suspected Boko Haram extremists attacked a business school in northeast Nigeria with gunfire and bombs before being overcome by security forces. A suicide bomber died when he blew himself up prematurely in the car park of the College of Administrative and Business Studies in Potiskum. A second bomb exploded in the college dormitory. The BBC's Abdullahi Abubakar reports. The outburst of gunfire at the business school sparked panic with students jumping from windows to escape the militants. The attack comes as Boko Haram is under renewed pressure. A military operation is continuing in its stronghold, the Sambisa Forest. Senior Nigerian officers say many of the insurgents have been killed and those still alive are in disarray. The High Court in the Indian city of Mumbai has suspended the five-year jail sentence of Bollywood actor Salman Khan. Khan appeared in court this morning for a bail application. Yesterday, Khan was found guilty of killing a man in a hit-and-run accident in 2002. Khan was granted interim bail for two days after his lawyers filed an appeal against his sentence. The BBC's Hashmi Samir reports. The Bollywood actor was told that he would be spared prison while Mumbai's High Court decided whether to review the case. Khan's lawyers have argued the prosecution didn't prove his guilt in the incident. Khan, who has a huge fan following and has appeared in more than 80 Hindi movies, is not expected to return to the court until at least next month. And finally, back home, head of Durban Tourism, Philip Sitole, is confident the city is ready to host an exceptionally productive tourism in Daba in celebration of the Pan-African travel and tourism industry. Sitole says the city has ensured that all is in order as Durban gets ready to welcome at least 9,000 delegates. More than 500 law enforcement agents have been deployed in and around the CBD. Sitole says security measures have been tightened in preparation of the three-day event. In terms of our preparations, we believe that everything is now in place. We were ready since last week. So 
all the roads that leads to the venue have been, um, the roads that are supposed to be closed, they have now been closed. The accommodation facilities within the city, mainly at the beachfront, in terms of security that has been sorted, uh, sorted out. And we would like to assure visitors to Indaba that everything is, is up to speed and we are ready as the city to host Indaba. Top story at 5 o'clock. Eskom says it needs 53 billion rand to recover costs after paying private electricity producers and running gas and diesel turbines. I'm Sureshin Pele. Your headlines in half an hour.